What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapboxing Podcast. It's your boy, Manny Fresh, along with our special guest today, Darius Fool Jones. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what kind of, what kind of uh, where's that from? Where's that last name from? I'm not even going to lie to you. I have absolutely no idea. Um, <laughs> I think I remember looking it up one time, and I, I feel like it was Dutch or it, it's somewhere uh, European, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea, though. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you coming on. We're excited to chat with you. Uh, Coach Derek is uh, out handling business. He's uh, doing some sparring with uh, Quentin Quick Draw Randall. He's got a fight coming up in December. I mean, in uh, February in Detroit. And I also want to take a quick moment right now to uh, promote uh, next fight up in February 12th uh, at the Givens Recreational Center in Austin, Texas. It's going to be a, uh, a star-studded uh, lineup. We got Rashad, uh, two quick hicks on that show. We got Robert Garcia, Eduardo Garcia, Miss Jiffy Morales uh, is going to be on that uh, on uh, on that um, bout as well. Uh, Ephraim Bowie uh, and uh, Ray Talib, and of course uh, Eugene Hill Jr. Man, and if you've seen uh, any of those last uh, fights that Eugene had, uh, Ephraim had, and and, and uh, Jiffy had, you uh, you know it's going to be a, a great show. So get your tickets. Next fight up. Uh, February 12th in Austin, Texas. Well, there he is, my man. I, I seen you. I seen you at the uh, at the last uh, show, show here in uh, in Houston uh, at the next fight up uh, slash Altigity promotion. Man, mm. it was a uh, good meeting you. Good seeing you. Uh, we sat ringside, saw some of these bouts. Uh, what do you, What do you think about that show? It was a great show, wasn't it? It was a great show. I had a good time. You know, it's funny. It was right next to my house too. So. Oh really? Yeah, it was literally right down the street. So I, I had a I had a good time. Uh being able to talk with y'all be ringside and, and see some good action at the show. Yeah, you even got to uh commentate a, a little bit with uh with D. How was that? Was that your first uh your first uh, time commentary? That really that really was. And that's something that actually I really kinda wanna do in the future. Uh I enjoyed talking about boxing and especially I was able to commentate Alfonso's card. I know Alfonso pretty well. Uh yeah. so that was that was a good little experience right there, and especially on a good fight. What a what a what a fight uh, Alfonso had, man. He, uh, you know, he 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 took that he took that uh, that uh, that punch at the end of that at that first round, uh, mm-hmm. and honestly, I was like, oh shit, okay, this this guy this guy's coming to win. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a fight. And then uh, Alfonso, after that, just really turned it on and, and started dominating the in, in the in the later rounds. Yeah, pulled out the victory. See that? Yeah, you can definitely see Alfonso' experience showed uh, going later on in the, in, as the rounds went on. Uh, the guy obviously this is the first time fighting at a weight class like that, and the guy definitely had a lot of power. You right, know, you could tell that obviously. That's a big boy, him, you know. Yeah, and the, so to see how Bonds had to navigate that, get used, and get adjusted to the power, and be able to adapt, uh, was amazing to see. Yeah, at the end of the day, he got the the victory, his hand risen, and got that belt. So congratulations to Alfonso yeah. on on the, on the on the big win. Yeah, um, big shout and- out to Alfonso. And and of course, whenever uh, whenever you're not on the, on a show and uh, you're you're in the arena, you know you're always welcome to put the uh, the uh, the headphones on, grab a mic, and and help commentate the fights, man. That's always uh, it's always uh, that opportunity there for you with us. Listen, I well look, I, listen, I appreciate that because uh, I'm gonna take you up on that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm listen, take you up on that offer. One of the biggest reasons why uh, Derek and I started this this platform uh, is because we wanted to give you guys the uh, the voice uh, that, that other people might not give you or or uh, give you that starting platform where people can really just begin to see your journey and begin to see uh, you from 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 the start and watch you all grow. So, you know, whether it's boxing, whether it's commentary, you know. One you know, one day you'll be on, on a local show. Next day you're gonna be on top rank. One day you're gonna be doing soapboxing podcast. Next day you're gonna be sitting there uh, on the zone commentating. Just just remember us, little guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt. Without a doubt. Hey, so so why don't why don't we start a little bit on your on, on on your beginnings, man? How old were you, and how did you get into boxing? How did all that come about? I, I started boxing 2015. I, I was going on 19 at the time. And uh, I was just coming off a wrestling career. Like, my life had just kind of uh, changed. You know, I had a, a mental switch in my head, and I finally was doing things that was uh, beneficial to myself, right? Um, 
I really was kind of a lost kid growing up, but I finally kind of found myself and um, found my home in a, in a boxing gym, and I fell in love with it immediately. You know, it's funny because I was originally going to start uh, with MMA, uh, but then, like I said, I started boxing. I fell in love with it, and, you know, kind of really the rest is history. Uh, I grew up in a little small town in Clean, Texas, and um, I started at this uh, gym uh, with this, uh, Coach Mondo is his name. And we were training out of his garage, and we were training hard, man. I'm talking about from when I started, I was sparring, 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 sparring mm. with all top people, you know. And um, eventually, my, you know, where I grew up in Colleen, I had to kind of expand. Like, being in a town like that, it's kind of hard to really make it. There's not a lot of opportunities. You don't get to network with a lot of people. You don't get as great sparring as you would. And... Um, so I ended up made a move out to Houston and uh, just so I happened to also go to school too. I went up and transferred to go to a Prairie View. And then, okay. Yeah. And uh, so I started, I finished uh, school there, but um, boxing technically was got me out to Houston. Um, hmm. Wasn't for boxing. I wanted to just finish school at, in Colleen. And uh, at, that was the best decision I've ever made. It's changed my life for sure. And so when you got to Houston, what gym did you find out here? Um, when I, when I first got to Houston, so I started kind of looking around for gyms, but I ended up going to O Athletic was a gym that I've really been at this entire time. Um, okay. they've been really, they've been really my main home, uh, and they welcome me all the time. And so I really appreciate O Athletic for really helping me get to where I'm at. And, and tell us about your trainer. So right now I train with, uh, with my guy, Darnell, uh, Pierce, I met Darnell, when I was in Colleen, he was actively fighting at the time. Me and him were sparring partners. Uh, right. Back back when he was fighting, when he was fighting pro, um, he was fighting at cruiserweight and stuff. And yeah, we were sparring partners, but that was my god, man. It's like like our bond like this. And um, you know, I know for sure he's got my best interest at heart, and I think that's the the most important thing that he's looking out for me in all aspects of life, with or without boxing. Even if even if yeah. I wasn't boxing, you know. Our relationship would be solid, man. But he's been through it. He's been through a lot of it, you know. I know he's not going to tell me something that he wouldn't do. And he's got a philosophy that I can I can understand, you know. Um, anything that we do has to make sense. If it doesn't make sense, then why are we doing it? So, right. Uh, he's helped me mold me in a lot of ways inside and outside the ring. Now, of course, we all know how important that relationship with the coach is. Uh, it's 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 a tremendous responsibility, and, and and it's it's always critical that that trust is there, and that you guys are on the same page and 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 moving towards the the same direction. Uh, what what was what was the uh, what was your amateur career like? So you you were nineteen. You were doing a lot of sparring and, and training out of a, a garage in, in Killeen. Uh, you made your move to Houston. You were going to Perry uh, View. Uh, you you found O Athletic. How long how long before you started competing uh, as an amateur? I started so when I started training in Colleen, I had my first fight like three months after I joined the boxing gym, and I was very so active. back in Colleen. Yeah, this is back in okay. So by the time I moved to Houston, I was. I was and I was doing pretty well in the amateurs, like starting out. I was when I moved to Houston. I think I was like eighteen and one. That was my amateur record when I moved to Houston. Wow. I had I had one Austin Golden Gloves, went to State Golden Gloves, um, and then twenty sixteen is when I moved to Houston. I ended up went to twenty sixteen nationals, uh, and I fought there, and I I lost like in the, in the quarterfinals and stuff, but. You know, that's when I finally started trying to make my mark around that time. And what was that experience like fighting in the in the nationals and and, and being in that caliber of of, of uh, elite fighters? Well, 2016 nationals, it was crazy. Um, because I've been boxing for like a year, and that's when I knew I belonged. Like, like I was like, man, I'm better than these guys. Mm. At and it was so early too. Like that was my first big time I really experienced on on the national level. And um, even even while I was there, you know, I won my first fight, uh, dropped the guy twice. And then my, my next fight was actually um, Simone 
Ernie, you know, out of Houston. And, and me and him, we had a rivalry for, for years and stuff, you know, but, you know, I, I didn't get the decision. Um, but at, at that point in time, it was very competitive, and, and he ended up winning nationals that year. That year? Um, and so I, at that point, I knew I belonged. I was like, man, like, I'm, I'm going to take it all the way. Like, I already knew it was going to happen. And from that point on, I've been, like, I've been competing at a higher and higher level uh, and doing a lot better too. 2018, I ended up winning the National Golden Gloves. Nice. And then uh, 2019 is when I won the uh, the Olympic trials. And that's when I ended up making the team. But really, school kind of hindered a lot of uh, my boxing accolades because I wasn't able to go to 2017 Nationals. I wasn't able to go to 2018 U.S. Championships. Um, so luckily everything worked out how it would, how it did. And I graduated right before the Olympic trials, but I missed out on a lot of opportunities. Um, so how, how, how important was that for you as far as balancing uh, school and boxing and, and, and honestly just not making the decision to say, well, no, I'm just going to focus on boxing and, and let it all right on there. But because you're in the medical, you're in the medical field. Uh, that's not, you know, that's, that's not uh, something that, is you take lightly. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of studying. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of commitment. What was your mindset handling both your education and your boxing? Well, I'll tell you uh, for sure. I had to make a grown up decision and school always came first. Nice. And that's just like the, the smartest um, because anything can happen in boxing. Boxing may not always be there for me. It may not even be that I'm not good enough. Uh, any sort of accident can happen and, and it can right. ruin my career or, or whatever. You know, so I always needed to have something to fall back on. I wanted to make sure that school, I solidified that. I took care of it. I finished it. Then I could put everything I had in boxing. Now, the hard part was still trying to maintain boxing in the meantime. Like, like my training schedule was all over the place. Hmm. I was getting up five. I was getting up at four, like 4.30 in the morning, go train at like five at, at O. And then I would go leave from there, go straight to school. I'll take like a 20 minute nap in the, in the parking garage in my car right before class, I go to class, be there for, for hours and mm. try to come train again and trying to maintain that was uh, incredibly hard. I could, you can only imagine how hard nursing school was. It was the hardest thing yeah. I've ever done, you know, and, um, but I managed to complete it. I did what I had to do and now I can focus, focus on boxing. everything I got in the boxing. Mm-hmm. Now, did you, did you finish, did you finish school? <clears throat> Cause I come from a generation where it usually took us and people my, around my age, you know, six, six to seven years to get a, to get a four year degree. Did you, did you do it in that four year uh, time frame? Actually, yeah, it actually took four years. So I, I graduated yeah. high school 2015 and yeah. uh, I graduated college 2019, nice. but it's weird because I took, I, I took dual credit classes when I was in high school. So I already had like a year, like a year's worth of college done um, when I was, when I finished high school. But the issue was I took a couple classes I didn't need to take and it kind of hindered me graduating on time, but ended up taking about four years. Yep. No, perfect. So then you were, and, and, and I commend you because like you said, you, you did the work, you were committed to getting your education and you put that in your back pocket and you said, okay, mm-hmm. I have my education. I have my degree. Not, and not only that, you're able to uh, take care of yourself while you're you're still boxing. Because, you know, boxing, you're not going to make any money until you're at a, you know, elite level signing a, a, a big time contract. And so uh, one of the, you know, the biggest struggles that, that boxers have starting off is financial backing, support, supporting themselves, mm-hmm. having to work full time. Uh, and, 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 and still training, uh, and although you still work full time and, and train, but you know, in the back of your head, I have this degree in my back pocket. I have my education in the back pocket and I have this, this career, uh, to sustain me as I chase my, my dream and my passion and, and whatnot. And if, you know, you hurt yourself, you can always diagnose yourself and fix yourself up. (laughs) And so, so you, so you're, you, you finished school and you, you, you started focusing more on boxing 
and you you were you did the Olympic tryouts. Uh, I mean, the the Olympic trials. You won nationals. What was what was the catalyst for you to say, okay, I'm 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 ready to turn pro and and. Well, it was always after the Olympics. Like, okay. I've always put in my like. Even when managers came up and talked to me, I was like, "Listen, uh, I just want to focus on the Olympics for right now." Uh, so this is like around the time we're talking about is like right after the Olympic trials. So we were on the team and trying to get ready for the Olympics, right? And so any of the managers that came to talk to me, I was just making it clear, like, I don't want to think about pro right now. I don't want to worry about it. I just want to focus on what I got going right now. Cause I knew in my head, like anytime I thought about going pro, like that would be in my head. Like, Ooh, like this, this, I started playing all these different scenarios in my head. Um, so I just want to focus on Olympics, but so Olympics was always my main, my main goal at the time. Um, but so once that journey ended, it was, it was time to go pro. And you were ready to sit at the table. Now, what, how was that experience like as far as dealing with managers dealing with people that are you know whispering in your ear trying to guide you or who did you have uh was it just your coach or who did you have in your corner as far as people that were advising you and guiding you along in this business because boxing is a, it's a it could be a very sketchy business as well uh you know i was talking to termite watson last week on the show and you know there's a there's a lot of dark side to boxing and you know when it comes to the business side there's a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes and you got to be careful with who you trust and who you allow in your inner circle uh because they could really hurt your career if if you let the wrong people in so as you're navigating that process uh who did you have in your corner as far as guiding you and advising you well you know and that's and that's that's one of the tricky things because you always got to tread lightly on on whenever you get any sort of dealings with anybody in this business, because yes, it is a sketchy business, you know, and it's, you're not going to always a, a, avoid that kind of dark side hundred percent of the time. So, but to, to really answer your question, like my family was, was really with me the, the entire way. Now the, the kind of bad side about it is I'm the only boxer in, in my family, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the only one. So this business is kind of new to us. Um, but Nonetheless, like I had my, my coach that was there with me. Uh, he's kind of been through a little bit of, of the pro side, seeing kind of the underbelly of it, you know. But we just took it slow. Um, we just want to make sure we kind of had everything thought of in our mind, like, okay, what are we missing? What are we missing? And then I had a lot of good relations with a lot of other athletes that are pro, and I would make sure I always called them and ask them, hey, what, how does this sound like? Okay, new yeah. situation, dude, da, 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 or whatever the case may be. So I just try to make sure I use my resources and, and, and talk to many other people that I knew um, that are still going through the same thing. Because as boxers, we're all going to we're gonna look out for each other. I make sure anytime anybody asks me about somebody, that I'm going to give them that honest opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't ever try to sugarcoat nothing when it comes to this business, uh, especially to other boxers. You know what I mean? Because we're in this, I feel like we're all in this together. We got to stick together, make sure that none of us are getting screwed over. Because it's people are trying to, you know, we're a commodity at the end of the day. So people are trying to, trying to screw, uh, you know, take advantage of us. So I just want to make sure that we all, like we're all on the same page. So a lot of boxes is what kind of helped me out through the process as well. So you are, you are signed, correct? Who, who, yeah, who, yeah. who, who who's, who's managing you right now? So I signed with SGM Boxing. So they're actually based out of the UK. Um, okay. And I decided to make that decision rather than, trying to stick with somebody from the U.S. Um, so I signed with SJM in last year. And then now I signed my promotion to contract with, uh, with Probellum. Okay. And how, how did, uh, how, how, how was that, this, how was the moment leading up to say, what was it that they said to you or how, how did they make you feel to say, okay, this is who I want to sign with? Well, so, uh, the original how it kind of started was I was talking to Sam Jones, and he, um, well, I was I was talking to him for a long time, like a year, year and some change or whatever. Mm -hmm. Remember I told you that I always told people like, yeah, I'm not really um, I'm trying to think about pro right now. I just want to focus on amateurs. But throughout the whole process, he always kept in touch with me, asking me how everything was going, how training was, how my feeling was, you know, and I, I really like that kind of relationship. Like I like that kind of family 
kind of dynamic that I felt, you know, um, that's what was most important to me. Uh, and that was kind of the, one of the main factors why I decided to, to go with them. I, I trusted them throughout the whole process. So. And so you signed with them and then you had your, you had your, your pro debut. And uh, when was it? That was like was last oh, month. month. Yeah. yeah. Last month on about, the 16th. Yeah. The 16th. Yeah. How was uh, how was how was how was your uh, how was your, how was your mindset moving going into that fight? You know, you're, you're turning pro. In the back of your head, you're thinking, okay, this shit's about to get real. I'm about to start my boxing career. Tell us about your thoughts leading into that fight. You know, it's a it's definitely a new experience. And, and the one thing about now pro instead of amateurs is, it's like every fight. Um, my dream is on the line. You know what I mean? Like I have a, right. I have huge dreams in boxing, but it's important to always look good and win in a dominant fashion. You know, again, we're a commodity. We're trying to entertain. It's what we're supposed to do. That's our job. And every fight is, is my dream on the line, you know? And, uh, but at the end of the day, I can't allow that to kind of stress me out to be in my mind. So I actually going into this fight, I really had a calm, relaxed mind. And uh, I was, ah, man, I felt so good, man. I was, I trained ridiculously yeah. hard. And because uh, the, the days kept, kind of kept changing from my debut. So I was in shape months before I had my debut. Like, and I'm talking about like the like best shape I ever was in my life, you know? And um, so I was mentally, physically ready. Uh I was just, you know, it's a new experience. We got different gloves on. I already yeah. fought without a headgear, but it was just getting, you know, kind of getting used to how the, the gloves feel. What uh, were you fighting with, a 12-ounce? Uh, 10 ounces. Or 10, 10 ounces? Yeah, Shit. and those gloves are small for real. <laughs> completely, well, completely different than amateur gloves for sure. Especially when you're when you're a light heavyweight. How You're what? You're about six, what, six foot? How tall are you? Six foot? Six, six two. Six two? 200 or what? Well, uh, for that fight, uh, it was scheduled at one 180 pounds, but 180. Okay. Um, so you're not yeah, a small so, guy. You're not a small guy, yeah. and when you put them, when you put them ten ounce gloves, yeah, yeah they you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. With, some, with, some, with some with some with some weight behind them. Yeah, you gonna they, yeah, they feel it. They definitely yeah, they definitely sting a little bit differently. Yeah. And so, how was that though? Being in the ring, your 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 your, your pro debut, different gloves, no headgear. You have already fought with no headgear, but. but was the level of the opponent, were you like, okay, no, this, this shit's for real? Or did you feel confident? Did you feel like, okay, no, I, this is, I'm in the office. You know, this is no different than, than what I, I've experienced in the past. Extra, extremely confident. Uh, I, I've dominated in the, in the amateurs. Yeah. I've, done, I've done what I had to do there. And amateurs at a higher level is much harder than the pros are at, at a lower level. Um, mm. So I, I was already confident going in, but it's a it's a confident, not cocky though. Like right. I'm not arrogant in the mind. Like I don't think I'm just absolutely better than everybody, you know. But I, I know I do train harder than than everybody though, for sure. You were in and your element. I was locked in in the zone, man. Like I yeah. seriously, the, I, when I was in the ring, man, I felt so alive. Um, and I felt like you know I can I, I can do what I had to do to get the job done. Um, the guy said, you know, the guy he didn't, he didn't, you know, he didn't belong in the ring with me, man. And I had to <laughs> make sure I had to make sure I did my job, man. But I, I will tell you the honest truth, man. I I felt bad about it because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I can't make this. I'm too nice of a guy, man. I, really I saw it. Are you, it. Yeah, you. I, I saw it. Was it? Uh, was it a first round uh, TKO or a second? Yeah, it was the first. Yeah, it was the yeah, first it was round. A, it was the first round, man. Unbelievable. It was. It was a it was a great it was a great showing. Congratulations on the, on, the, on that victory as well, man. I appreciate that. Uh, we're we're excited to watch your journey, uh, and as you develop, you know who who are some who are some of the fighters that you look at and 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 or that you've watched or, and I don't like to say model yourself, but that you look at and say, you know, I I like this style or I like I like the way they do this or, you know, growing up or even as you're developing now as a pro fighter. Who are some of the fighters that you look at? Uh, I can tell you, well, my favorite fighter is Andre Ward. He, he you know, I don't favorite. know. 
I sort of, I, 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 I felt like you were going to say that. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, my he, favorite man. I, I like the embodiment of his whole career. I'm a huge, yeah. huge fan of his guy. That would very underrated now too. Now, now he's commentating. He speaks very well. Very IQ is ridiculously high. Um, so Andre Ward was my favorite. Um, other fighters that I like now, I do like Boots Ennis. Uh, I've watched like all his fights. Now I went back and watched all his fights. A huge fan of his. He's relentless, can box both ways. Um, yep. Jared Anderson, I love his style. Shakur, I love both of their yeah. styles. Those are the styles kind of a little similar, but uh, I like watching them fight. Obviously, you know, I've sparred, I sparred with Jared, and I've been trying to steal a lot of different things from him because uh, he, he's doing well, you know. And um, my, my boy, I have to give a lot of credit to is uh, uh, Marcus Taylor. He's mm. fighting February 18th. Um, on Showtime, so nice. shout out to him. Uh, but he's been a huge like, kind of role model for me. I've seen how he's trained, his mentality, his mindset, uh, even little skills and how he boxes. I've been trying to learn a lot of things from everybody that I can. Now, one of the things that I've been saying for years now is that I feel like Houston has become uh, the new mecca for boxing. You know, we have fighters from all over the country come here, spar. Uh, we have main boxing gym uh, in downtown, O Athletic. We have uh, a lot of great uh, fighters that are bred out of here, out of Houston, uh, but also people that come, like, you know, you coming from Kayleen, uh, you know, Regis, uh, you know, from New Orleans mm -hmm. is, is, is training out of Houston. So we have a lot of great fighters in Houston. How is, how, uh, how's your relationship with, 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 with these pro fighters in, in, in the community? Have you had a chance to, uh, not only spar with them, but build that relationship and 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 really grow alongside them. Yeah, I got a good relationship with, with a lot of the pro fighters out here. Um, like I said, I think it's important that we all stay together. It's like us fighters as a unit. You know, we're all trying to succeed. And yeah. it's funny, even people that I've fought before. You know, like we people that we've talked and stuff, and this like we've been trying to help each other out to make sure like. But the goal is that we all succeed as as some way, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's that's what's really important. So what's the uh, what's the game plan for you as far as how many fights do you want to fight a year, uh, and how do you see the next couple of years uh, playing out for you as far as boxing? I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I want to fight as many times as possible. Like, like I remember when I was first getting. Uh, they had a couple of dates for me. This is for my debut. They was like, hey, you know, we got a, um, a date potentially on the uh, 10th or the 26th. And they was like, you know, which one? Which, which one? They was like, which no. one? You know, it, I exactly what I said. Was like, which one would you, uh, would you prefer? Uh, I said, uh, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, there should be no reason why I can't do both. But I'm just trying to be as active as possible. Um, but I guess it'll seem like I I probably get like five fights this year. Hmm. Um, that seems more likely. If I can get no, more no. than that, that if if I get more than that, that'd be better. But five seems like a like a pretty reasonable number. Yeah, five six fights, five fights is is right right where you want to be. Uh, get get you some momentum. Uh, and mm. uh, and get your get your record. Uh, starting yeah. to get build up and 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 continue to make a a name for yourself. What is it as you're as you're entering this boxing career of yours? You know, I saw something the other day. There was it was on Instagram, and it was it was The Rock, right? And mm. and uh, it was like twenty on twenty five years ago on this date, and they had they were interviewing this guy Dwayne Johnson. No one knew him, goofy looking guy. You know, he he hadn't nowhere near became the man or even near the man that he he is yeah, today. And and it was funny because he said, I want to be remembered as the hardest working guy in the room. I want to do everything the best that I can. And so it's split screen. On one side, it's that young rock. And then it, on the other side, it's the, the rock today, just looking at it and doing this number and doing this number. So I want to give you that same opportunity, right? 25 years from now, what do you want to be remembered for 
in the box, not only in the boxing career, but you as the man, Darius, what do you want to be remembered for? What's your legacy as that you will be working for moving forward? My legacy, man, and I, I've there was this uh there's one time I remember I was sitting in my house and I was like on scrolling on Facebook, I think, Instagram or something. I want to say it was Facebook and I had seen this post and the post was it had like a uh like boxing um boxing draft or whatever that people were doing like a like a mock like boxing draft on which fighters they would draft like a fancy league kind of thing right it's kind of it's kind of like a weird concept but i remember seeing that i remember seeing like you know all these lists of like legendary fighters and like i remember in that moment it hit me i said i want to be on this list so bad i want to be among this list of all these amazing great fighters um and I, you know, obviously I want to be a Hall of Famer, but to be among this list where people are still talking about me for generations and generations, that's I, number one. That's one of the things I want. Number two is just to have an impact really on the youth. I'm very like passionate about the youth. Um, it's something I'm really passionate about, and that's something I want to uh, get involved. I'm trying to set up a, I want to set up a platform where I can help a lot of youth that's going down the wrong path. But, you know, it's not too late for them to – they haven't made the mistake yet that can, like, jeopardize their lives. So I want to be able to be a pivotal change for, for kids like that. Um, that's number two, like, one of the most important things that I really want my legacy to be about. Um, and then after that, I got other ideas that's in my head, but I'm not sure. Like I said, I want to do commentating. I don't know my future end of being back in nursing. I don't know. Um, if I ever try to even get into managing fighters or something, I, I think mm. boxing is going to be stuck with me for life, though, man. Like, yeah, it does that know, to you. It, yeah, it's, it, I don't see myself ever stopping. I don't even know how I could. Yeah. Like, it's it's too ingrained in me now. Well, do yourself do, do yourself a favor when you get a chance, edit this clip and those little two minutes that you just spoke. Have that shit saved on your phone somewhere. So whenever you have those moments of oh, you don't know what to go do or which direction to go, you remind yourself. Look you want to be you want to be amongst the great. You want to impact Absolutely. the community, and you want to stay in somehow connected to the boxing world for for your career. Um, so what's uh, what's what's the game plan, man? What what's your next fight? Do we have a date yet? Uh, what's shaking? So I wish I could announce that. Right now, but I can't just yet. I should be able to announce it very, very, very soon, though. Um, Sounds I should be good. announced it very soon. So I, let us, so I can just say that. Let us know because you know we're going to promote the heck out of you, man. We love we love uh, 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 what you do in and outside the ring. Now, you're a light heavyweight, huh? Right, right. And uh, how – man, that division – how do you see how do you see yourself navigating through that 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 uh division? Who who's at the end like for you? You know, you're working your way towards someone. Who is that someone mm -hmm. for you? Well, they have a lot of uh a lot of talented light heavyweights. They got a light heavyweight uh championship fight on tonight um with Joe Smith. Um mm. he's uh He's very talented, very hard worker, comes forward, very aggressive. But they have a lot of people, a lot of but a lot of fighters are European. Or you have Alter Bedeviev, who's the number one, you know, in my mind at the division. Hard puncher, um, devastating power, a hundred percent knockout ratio, you know. And you know, it's funny. I, I said I won't be the hardest worker. He he, he posts a, they have a lot of content in him posting his workout training videos. And I remember I said that I said we got to be working harder than this guy. This hmm. guy's supposed to be number one. We got to make sure we are definitely working harder than him. We did one of his workouts that he had posted. Did that plus more. We know we got to make sure we're doing more than this guy. You know, so uh, I guess if I say the end goal potentially could be him, but who knows? A lot of things change. By time, it's my time to be on that level. He may be retired. He may be gone. Who knows? But you know, as of right now. We, we we live in a world where, and I see it a lot, uh, in, in different different aspects of life where, you know, you hear a lot of people say, well, one day I was sitting at home and I was watching a fighter 
And then the next day I know it, I'm in the ring fighting him. Or, fighting him. You know, yeah. Or, you know, even, I, you know, I, who was it that I seen something? Oh, uh, what's that uh, the rapper's name or that, that uh, uh, fudge? What's his name? The, the Tom, uh, the one who's dating, uh, whatever, Tommy, uh, the one that went up against Eminem, yeah, the one that the, 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 that was having beef with Eminem not too long ago, the other white guy. Uh, oh, oh, Machine Gun, Machine Gun Kelly, yeah. And who who is he marrying? That that one chick. He's like, man, I grew up and I had her poster in my in my yeah, bedroom, and the next thing, no, now he's engaged to her, yeah. right? So we we live in a world where, at the end of the day, it's the hard work, right? You can you can you can be at home one day, living one life, and then the next day be doing what you what 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 you're dreaming of and it does it there's no secret formula it's very simple it's hard as fuck though it's very hard but it's simple and it's just like you said outworking everyone in the room one of my favorite stories is is you know they're, they're talking about kobe and it was Dwayne wade and they were at the Olympics and Dwayne Wade and, the, and LeBron and the rest of them were, were talking about, yeah, let's go to bed early and wake up early and go work out and get our workout uh, out of the way so we can go sightseeing and, and, and see some of the stuff. Well, they go to bed early and they wake up early and they're thinking, oh, man, we got up early. Let's go get this workout in. And as they're walking into the uh, through the, uh, the lobby, they, they see Kobe sitting down eating breakfast. And they ask him, yeah, he's already got his done. So that's the key. It's just outworking everyone. And at the end, you know, only only good things will happen. Um, and so yeah, man, we look forward, uh, we look forward to watching you on this journey. And if you, as long as you have that mindset, man, it's it's gonna be nothing but but good things. I agree. I can't agree more than that. I love hearing those, I love hearing those Kobe stories though. Man. Oh, yeah, bro. Rest rest of peace to Kobe. But you know, that he one, was an embodiment. He, he was he was an embodiment of that. Yeah, he was an embodiment he, of that work ethic. He was he man, that when, this mentality, man. It's different. Dude, but that's different. That's the beauty of it, right? That's the beauty of it. It's if you have the right mentality, there's nothing you can't do. If you have the right mentality, the body will follow. Yeah, right. I agree with that that's something I try to I tell. You know, I, I get a lot of messages and stuff. People asking me like for advice or tips, and I give them the most not say boring answer, but probably the answer they really don't want to hear. And that's really just working on your mental, like yeah. your mentality, your mindset is the most the the most important thing in boxing. Like a lot of people think when when they're trying to train and get in shape to be physically ready for a fight, a lot of people think like just because you train hard that you're going to last a 12-round fight. But a lot of it's mental. Like, for example, you could take somebody in shape that can run marathons. They run the marathons. Put them in the boxing ring, they can only last, like, one round. It's like, <laughs> how can you you're, – you're in shape, though. Like, you run, you run marathons all the time. How can you only do one round? You're but in boxing because, shape. <laughs> you're not in boxing shape, but the difference that makes it is yeah. is there's a lot of there's a lot of fatigue that comes from just, like, mental pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for example, absolutely. you got a th- when you have a threat in front of you, you're tense the entire time. Like you're, you can't be relaxed. Mm-hmm. It's impossible, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you get ready for fighting, you have a lot of things flooding your mind of worries or doubts that now makes your body really tense, and your muscles aren't even relaxed. You know, so they're not able to perform how they're supposed to. So, your mentality is really the most important thing going on in, in the sport. Period. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's what and that's what makes people so great is what they can do in high pressure moments when stuff really matters. Can they really can they perform how they're supposed to? Um and so that's the most important thing. I try to tell people but then they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> they wanna hear they wanna hear stuff like No, yeah, they want so yeah. Okay, so step in with the jab and then yeah. we step in pivot, throw the right, you know, or, or something very technical. They want something technical, yeah. Yeah. That stuff's cool, but I'm telling you, like your mentality is more important than anything else. Absolutely. What um before we take off, I want to know uh, what's your uh, what's your give us your top. You can oh, pick no. either either oh, five no. top, 
five pound for pound, top five or top three, if it whatever makes it easier. But the pound for pound, I want two sets. I want all time living, living, living or dead, and then present pound for pound. You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. This always changes, man. Yeah, this always changes. Um, all right. So both lists, can I'm tell you, Canelo is going to be on there, man. Uh, you know, when Canelo. you said. When you said when you told me that that Ward was uh, someone that you really uh, respected and liked, my my first thought was to ask you at that moment was okay, prime prime Ward and prime Canelo. Who Canelo, wins? I think I'm biased, man. So I probably had to say prime uh, prime Ward. Prime Ward. There's two two big of a boxer, and the reason why too because Canelo is a really good counter puncher, but I don't see uh, like as far as how Canelo does it. Everybody else, I think Ward is IQ is too high. Um, yeah, so I'm I, I with you on I, that one. But again, I, I'm biased, so I, I'm, I'm going war. I think it'd be an amazing, great fight, um, close fight for sure. But I, I'd give it to Ward. All right, so your top, um, your, your top, you got Canelo at number one. Yeah, man, it's funny. This this changes all the time. So yeah, I'm gonna go. So for active now, Canelo uh, would be number one. Uh, and really high base pound for pound, man, is is multiple divisions. Uh, like if it, if you've done well at multiple divisions, uh, I got to give you that. So I'm gonna go Canelo, yeah. number one, number two. I'm probably go Crawford, and then number three, I'll probably go Shakur. Nice. I'll put Shakur up there high. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a. Uh, I I think I'm a big fan. Him, man. I don't. He, yeah. he he's he's one of those people I don't really see. I don't see losing. He, no, he's, he's too he's too good of a boxer, man. He doesn't get hit. His range and distance is unbelievable. His future um, is very, very bright in uh, yeah. in the state of boxing, for sure. Where are we ever going to see this? Go ahead. Well, now, 130, I think he'll clean out. The really exciting would be when he if he goes up to 135 and, and fights yeah. uh, those guys up there. But, yeah. He, uh, yeah so, he, I, 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 that'd be my top three active right now. I, I go you think – you think we'll see a we'll see a a, a a Spence Crawford fight anytime soon? Man, I've been seeing so many reports about it. It don't seem likely. I don't. I don't know why though. And it's saying like uh, people aren't going to pay the money. Like the, nah. the promotions aren't going to pay the money for it. And I'm like, are you serious? Like that's the fight all the fans want. Like pay per view wise, it's going to sell crazy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's definitely so a I, fight that I, we want to see. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand the business of boxing. Maybe I understand it once I get to that level, but at this point right now, I, I can't comprehend it. So give but, us your top give us your top uh all time pound for pound. You said top five. Or top three or top five, whatever whatever you got. <laughs> <laughs> I go top three. I feel like top three would be a little be a little easier. Um top Okay, so I'm not even gonna lie to you. I know a lot of people aren't fans of Floyd, man, but I have to go Floyd number one. Wow, um, which is very unusual, right? But <laughs> I have to go Floyd. He just made he, he just made Derek's uh, top ten the other day. I saw that he put Floyd uh, Floyd at top ten. So did he I really? See, yeah, and that's, that's uh, that that that's big. For uh, you yeah. know, coming from D, so we'll yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. That threw me off. Mm. Okay, see, so, yeah, I we need to talk to uh, uh D about this because I mean, he's a huge boxing historian, yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to, yeah, Floyd. And the reason I had to get Floyd number one, man, I mean, dude's work speaks for itself, like his resume is ridiculous. Uh, a lot of people give him a lot of stuff for it, but his resume is. is Top of the line, undefeated, left the game undefeated. So hard for me not to say him. Um, number two, and this could be a little biased too because I like watching him fight, but I'm probably going to go Sugar Ray Leonard for number two. Sugar Ray? Uh, yeah, I like Sugar Ray. He's, he's, he beat all the all the big names. Yeah. Part of that the, time. He beat, he, yeah. beat, he beat Durant, he beat Hagrid. Durant, Kearns. Yeah. Now the, the, the uh, Hagrid one could be up for debate, but. You know, he, he won he won the fight, you know. So I'm a big he did win it. So I probably go Leonard and then number four. 
Number three. They're probably doing all time, and there's too many great fighters to too many greats. Yep. Too many. So uh I almost just instinctively said Roy Jones, but no, let me think. Um I'm missing that. I really want to put on there, man. Oh, man, tough. man, I'm struggling. I'm struggling right now. Like I said, this list is too hard. Yeah, we, and, we and like I said, it always changes for who I've maybe maybe have recently watched. And I'm like, man, they were so talented, man. Like I'm watching them, and then now they're on my list now. You know, uh, oh, I'm tripping. Okay, so I still said I was going to have Canelo on both lists. So number three, I just put Canelo. You put Canelo at all and time again, top and, three. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and again, that's one of the things I hate seeing too. Because I I'll be on Facebook and I see a lot of people hating on Canelo, but that's when you know you're a <laughs> guy, man. When people are hating on you, when people say you're ducking this person, this person, when people say you know, but he's went up and 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 beat Kovalev at at seventy five. His you know? what he's what he's what he's been doing lately is absolutely impressive. Uh, it's he's undisputed he's putting in work, un- yeah. yeah. Yeah, you understand that 68, you know, and while well, even went up to 75 before that, beat Kovalev. And that's the stuff I'm talking about. Literally, I'm not going to lie to you. Before we got on, the, on, on this uh, uh, call, I literally seen a post and it was talking about that uh, Kovalev, um, it said Kovalev took a dive that fight. Oh, yeah. And it, <laughs> it, it, literally said, it literally said that fight was fixed. If you, if you, uh, if you didn't see that that fight was fixed, then you're blind. Or you're blind. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, Dude, you... Derek. Derek has a word. I, for li- that. I literally just seen it. What the, fa- the fans? Man, well, we appreciate you coming on. Man, it was great chatting with you. I feel like we got to uh, know you a little bit better. Uh, know about your history, about your future, about who you are as a man, what your values are. Uh, I hope you had a good time. Please let us know when uh, when your next fight is, so we can uh, we can promote it, and uh, you know make sure that everyone tunes in and and, and supports you. Um, and talking about next fight, next fight up again. I want to remind everyone: if you are in the Austin area, February twelfth, Valentine's weekend, at the uh, Givens Recreational Center. Next fight up, we're gonna have Rashad Hicks. Robert Garcia, Eduardo Garcia, Jeffrey Morales, Ephraim uh, Bowie, Ray Talib, and Eugene Hill Jr. on the card and much, much more. You're not going to want to miss this. Force Train Promotions presents Next Fight Up, February 12th. My man, are you going to try and make it out there? or You know, I may. I actually was thinking about it. Uh, obviously, I know a couple people in the car. Yeah. I know Charlotte Hicks. I know Charlie's very well from the same hometown. Yeah, he just hey, signed to uh, he just signed to a big time uh, big time deal with uh, Square Business yeah. Promotions. <laughs> hey man, that's good. That's good for Hicks, man. Fun, hey, funny yeah. story quick before, before we end up going. You know, like I said, we're from the same hometown, so Hicks was the uh, like you know like the top guy. Like when I was yeah know, coming up in Colleen. and I still remember first time sparring with Hicks. I was like, oh, it's my first time sparring with a pro. Man, Hicks beat me up so bad, man. Ask him. Ask him about it when you ask him about it when you see him. Yeah, I ask sure him will. About see him. Ask him why why he used to beat me up like that. <laughs> why, why he do you like that? Yeah, ask him why that's, he used to beat that, me up like that. That's that's our guy, man. Well, yeah, I'm a huge fan of him. So so I kind of want to see him fight. You know, he hasn't fought in a while. Um, very yeah, he's coming back. Too. He's he's coming back if, uh, from a layoff, man. And uh, like I said, he signed with us, and we're excited about. Uh, managing him and, and moving his career forward and and helping him with his legacy, so that's yeah. uh, that's that's a big thing for us. So I, I I may I may be out there. I don't I have it for certain yet, but uh, I, um, unless something else comes up, like I said, I'm still going to announce my date and stuff. So we'll see. And if I if I see you out there, and I'll I'll let you know. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, man. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll catch up with y'all soon, man. Peace. Yeah, likewise. Peace. All right, my man. All right, that's another – that's a wrap, Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate your support, and we'll make sure that uh, we'll let you know who's on next week. Later.
Hey guys, this is Coach Derek. I want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Pueblo Boxing. Y'all be sure to check out uh, Pueblo Boxing. They have unique and high quality boxing gear and novelty gifts. You can find the gear at soloboxing.com. That's S-O-L-O boxing.com. Check it out, man. They do quality work. What's up, guys? Coach here. I want to encourage you to visit itrboxing.com for all the latest in boxing news, results, and interviews. My partner, Lukey, is a boxing insider who has access to camps, fighters, and coaches. He promotes the sport on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Search itrboxing everywhere and get inside the ropes with my main man, Lukey. going on guys coach Derek here I want to invite y'all to check out in the ring with Christine a podcast hosted by cut woman media personality and Olympic boxing coach Christine Lopez in the ring with Christine can be found on YouTube Facebook and Pottertron Network it includes women crushing it Wednesdays and all women's panel discussing the previous week in boxing please like subscribe follow and share in the ring with Christine. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Soap Boxing Podcast, your main event of the evening. 